podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and up the toffees. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues. I'm Paul and today I'm joined by Jamie. And we just thought we'd come on to just a little bit of a roundup and just basically to go into detail about what we didn't really go into detail about last week. Uh, I think it's a bit slow on the Everton front, Jamie, do you? I think uh, there's not much happening, there's just loads of rumours and fans arguing. They're normal, they're normal yeah. when it comes to Everton, basically. Yeah, it's a, I think it's there's a lot happening without anything happening at the same time, isn't it? Which, yeah. you know, Everton's on Twitter's can be a good place, can be a interesting place and can be a, a bad place as well. So I think that's a lot. It's a lot of rumours, not not an official, but I you'd expect that from, you know, what are we, four weeks out of the season? I don't think any I might be wrong here, but I just feel like every club sort of slow at the moment. Yeah. It's only like the Declan Rice big transfers, the Bellingham's and as such. Um well, I mean, it's the end of the it's the end of the football financial yeah, today, I think. Yeah. So, and obviously it's the weekend. I don't know whether clubs work like that. They don't work on a weekend. I don't know, but don't know, I'd, right? I'd expect a lot of movement next week because I think a lot of teams, especially teams like Everton, will know how much money they've got to play around with. Yeah, well, that that's it as well. They've got. We don't know the ins and outs of the football club. We don't know. They might be. Also, they might be sat there waiting for a certain date or certain things to go through. You just. You honestly, you don't. You don't know what goes on, but. It's just I find it a bit frustrating because every diff, every day there's a different rumor. Every so it sort of sometimes makes you just want to turn off and go. I just want to turn Sky Sports. Someone to tell me to turn Sky Sports on, and that's who we've signed. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because I just so I find rumors. a lot of we just wind ourselves up as well. And listen, I know these accounts we're the same with our accounts. We we see rumors and we put it up on Twitter, and you put the source with it, so it's not actually you that's coming up with the rumor, but it's always. X, Y, O, Z has rejected Everton to move to fucking Sporting Lisbon or mm-hmm. Standard Liège. Just, just, I'm just plucking teams out of the air there, but it, it just doesn't help. The anxiety does it doesn't ever tell anywhere you think he's a good player in, but he, he just won't have anything to do with us. No, there was a senior little German lad who uh, rejected Everton to go to, to Mines, is it Mines? So it's one of the, it's how true it is. Yeah, actually, just the thing, did Everton actually ever go in for him? This is just someone saying saying it to sort of wind us up. Yeah. Uh, did he actually reject Everton? If so, what what's going on? You know, we need to know why. He's, and I always go bring it back to that. We need to know why. Um. You know, I just I don't know. I just think we've. I can't wait to see someone holding the Everton shirt up. I just think it will happen as well. I think there's no somebody's transfer rumor. There is no smoke or fire, especially like that Jochera's one and. There's a few where every day you go on and he's this it's the same rumor, same person. So yeah. you don't, you know, you're just hoping one of them come true. Not all That's of them. That's what it is. <laughs> it's you find yourself talking about the same players. So if anyone's like, if there is anyone's thinking, why haven't these done a podcast? It's like it's just the same names that we're going on about all the time, and we don't want to blitz you with all the same information because I, I get bored talking about the same thing. So yeah, it's just a. But on other news, well, we'll see, you know what, we'll stick with transfer news and players that could potentially come in. And we spoke about him the other week, and I, I'm arguing all day. I've been arguing on Twitter all day yesterday about this person. His name is Ross Barkley. Are you that Paul, is it? No, his name's <laughs> Ross Barkley, and I wasn't really going to start off with transfers, but we might as well because we've, we've started off talking about it. Yeah. Ross Barkley. Now, I know we went over it, and I sort of went on a little bit of a rant, but would you have Ross Barkley back at Everton? Um, no. Just purely for the fact of, you know, how old is he? 28, 29? Something like that. Along them lines. He hasn't got it. You know, it's not like we're battling for other clubs for a signature. And I think that's where we've got to be now. I know people might go, well, we're not. We are in it. We're looking in the free bins. But he's taking a massive backward step. I've seen a few people say, he walks straight into our team. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he does. No, I don't agree with it. I don't think he does. I, I, in my opinion, I think that James Garner's a lot better than Ross Barkley. 
I think Takore is better than Ross Barkley. Yeah, and I think we're getting hung up on this. Bring him home, sort of. He, you know, he, he'll work now because he's been... Tam- he won't work. That's why Chelsea let him go. That's why Nice let him go. Because he just obviously doesn't work. And he's just... Listen, he'll always be a better footballer than I can ever be. But he's obviously not good enough, is he? So that's why these clubs let him go. Yeah, even Aston Villa had him on loan for the year and decided not to, to keep hold of him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just Ross Barkley, my head tends to fall off when talking about this lad. It always <laughs> has done. I, d- I just don't see what everybody else sees. And, you know, there might be people screaming and going, well, you know, you just don't like him, blah, blah, blah. And, this, you know, this play, I, I've argued with players who I like, who other people don't like and stuff like that. But I just don't see what everyone else sees. In the it. hype. I, I'm a blind. I don't know. I just I just remember that one good season with Lukaku and with Delafay and stuff like that. And, but after that, I just... No, nothing for me. Like thing is, Paul as well. Like, would you take Dali Ali or Ross Barkley? Dali Ali. Take so away all the financial stuff, which you know we <laughs> say that we're not really bothered about. But as as a talent, yeah, Dali Ali. All, all and we've gone, and we don't have to. You know, let's be fair. He's there. He's an Everton player anyway. People might say, well, uh, well, Barkley's a free, but he's still paying someone a wage. We were paying Dali Ali a wage anyway, so. Why not try and get the best out of him instead of yeah. paying someone a wage that we're going to try and get the best out of? You know, I think people forget the Andre Gomez. People might be screaming, but I'm just comparing the levels here. Listen, if we were linked with Kevin De Bruyne, I wouldn't be putting Andre Gomez in the sort of conversation. But is Andre Gomez better than Ross Barkley? Possibly. That's you know, is, yeah. Yeah. So you got to look at it that fair, that fair, further down to. Gomez gets straight back into our team. No, he probably doesn't at the moment. So, yeah, it's it's slim pickings, isn't it? I think that it's like that's where we are as a club, where we're basically a lot of fans are going capping on to Ross Barkley and and basically telling him he walks straight into our team. I don't see it personally. Like, no, I don't. I, I, I'd, I wouldn't. I, there isn't a midfielder in our team. I'd put him in ahead of, apart from the one that's just left, and that's Tom Davis. Yeah, yeah, and this. I don't. Maybe it's just a sentimental thing. Maybe with that desperate for footballers now, it's like yeah, just get anyone. Yeah. Well, as I say, it's like there's not much news on transfers. You know, me and you've been talking to each other all week, basically saying, "What do we talk about? What do we talk about?" Because yeah. there's literally nothing happening on the transfer front. I don't think there is. I'm not just going to come on here and just go on about links because you'll just be here all day. But just most of them aren't true. You know what I mean? And let's hope some no. of them are, and eventually. When we do sign a player, we'll be able to talk about them. But a player who's just committed his future to Everton for another year, player that we all love, Seamus Coleman. Are you happy about that one, Jay? Yeah, yeah. It's a nice. It it it. We all think he. We all knew he. Obviously, listen. If they let Seamus Coleman walk out the door without a sort of proper send off, they'd have been better. <laughs> so um, we all sort of knew it was going to happen, and I think it's nice sometimes to have that. He's been brilliant, by the way. I've yeah. heard, I've seen a few people go, well, like, oh, you know, it's a That's contract. It. Yeah, it's a contract to let him retire or say goodbye. Why even be thinking like that? I'm not thinking like that. If the season was to start tomorrow, I'd have Seamus Coleman over Nathan Patterson. Sorry, I would. Just yeah. from from what I've seen for the last few weeks, I know Nathan Patterson's been injured. I think but... Patterson's good. He's just he seems a bit frail, though, doesn't he? Yeah. So I just annoying, like it's very annoying. In fact. I love, I love this. We all love Seamus Coleman for just how passionate he is, and some of the stories you hear, you hear out of the club. You think, wow, you know, how he trains hard. He sort of them players sort of towards the end of the season. I know they always said like we can't be a part of the Everton team that re- relegated and all that, and that's fair enough. That's right. But I think most, I think a few bit, fair bit of it, fair bit of it. Sorry, was for him. I think they loved Coleman that much. They must have been like, listen, we can't let him be relegated with this club so I think he treats him like one of us yeah and he is he is like, he is one of us really isn't he you know he's been here for what now over 10 years so hopefully he'll get his testimonial versus I don't know Sligo Tottenham Sligo yeah yeah no I love Seamus I'm the same I I mean my last that memory of him last season was when you know He's in so much pain, but he's he's basically telling the teams to come. Remember when he went off against Leicester? Yeah, yeah. He's starting to rally everyone around. And in, in my mind, I was thinking, Jesus, we mightn't see him again. It looks like a bad injury that 
And yeah. thankfully it wasn't. But I'd agree. I think Seamus Coleman has still got a lot to offer as a player, not just like a sort of ambassador for the club. Because mm-hmm. um, he come in the team last season, he said it before, he rolled back the years for me. Like, he looked really good. That, look, that goal against Leeds, mate, it's just... You know, the more you watch it, the more thing you, you think, he actually meant that. Do you know, and I'm sorry, but if the other fella across the park scores that, the to- you know, it's contender for goal of the year. I mean, it just got forgot about because it was Shane. No, it did. Coleman. To be fair, it did. It was in one of the in the goal of the season, you know. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was in I'm, there, yeah. I am very, it, very shocked. Him and um, Damari Grace against City was actually in there. Wow, well, so I'm shocked. We had two two goals in the uh, goal of the season. <laughs> and you can both be put down as miss hits, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> one slips and one hits it from the corner flag. Yeah. Um, well, no, we're, all, we're all happy yeah. about Seamus, aren't we? I mean, Brilliant. The only thing I wasn't happy about, and you listen, we basically come on here to absolutely tear the strip out of Bill Kenwright. So we'll come on to him later, but I noticed yesterday we were all happy about Seamus Coleman signing his new concept, but Bill has to come out with his little spin on it and... You're just, just gushing over Coleman and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just like, go away, mate. Honestly. Yeah. It felt like that, room. didn't it? Yeah. Just read the room. You're just a bad mood, Hoover. Just said that. I said <laughs> that on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, it's just like all our little good moods and that. He's just going around with it, even just sucking it all up. Yeah. Just, just piss off, mate. Honestly, just keep your mouth shut and do this transition. But we'll come on to all that in a minute. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there any other players that have? Caught your eye going in or out of Everton this summer because well is, I uh, I haven't seen nothing to myself to be honest. Not that it's been a link or a rumor or anything, but uh, I put on Twitter tonight. Would anyone want to see Jesse Lingard from for a free yeah. transfer? And I, I think I, I think I got a resounding no from everyone, which I wouldn't, by the way. But I just wanted to ask you. Obviously, he's a player that's a free transfer. Um. I don't know if you could get Jesse Lingard the way he went to Leeds and done eh, Leeds West Ham and done that loan spell. He was he was brilliant, wasn't he? But then it's his wages, I suppose. Yeah, I yeah, I wouldn't have Jesse Lingard, but I tell you what, well, I'd have him over Ross Barkley. Well, yeah, but I wouldn't have both of them. I wouldn't have the pair of them. No, that is bad. Like if it, I know people go, we're just fighting relegation, but. If you've gone and spent seven hundred million pounds, and then you end up fighting between Ross Barkley and Jesse Lingard, something's definitely gone wrong, isn't it? Oh, hundred percent gone wrong. That's just a sign of, of who we are and what we are at the moment. It's just, yeah. as I say, slim pickings. But uh, yeah, obviously, if, if there's any transfer news, we'll come on and we'll we'll discuss it at length. But we're actually stuck. We're looking at each other, and we're raising our eyebrows, going, "What are we talking about here?" Yeah, because yeah. there's not much to talk about. So let's move on to. Some more good news before we go on to the bad news. Everton's mm-hmm. new kit was launched yesterday. Yeah. Um, we're not going to gush over it. You see people going on about the material and stuff like that. But Is it machine what, washable? Yeah. What, what do you make of the new, of the, uh, the new kit, mate? I know you went to shop yesterday, so you were actually in town, weren't you? Yeah, well, no, I didn't go there for the new kit, like, just to let it know. But I was in town anyway, going there, and I didn't know it was out or not. No one knew, I suppose, did they, uh, until the night before. And then we got told in the scene, I thought it was nice. I thought, oh, yeah, that sounded I walked in the Everton shop, and I'll be honest, I just was just like, wow, that's one of the best I've seen in years. And the Everton pictures don't do it justice, honestly. If anyone's listening and has only seen a picture of it, go and try and get in the Everton shop, even if you're not buying it, and just thought to get old, it, get old of it. It's, it's nice, really. is The detail of it, it's nice. The keeper kit's nice as well. But, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people don't like the collar. I like the colour, but that's what football kits do, mate. They just literally divide the opinion, don't they? Yeah, that's right. And also, Everton took our uh, Paddock Blues logo and sort of ripped it off and put that little uh, crisscross Archibald leech thing into the collar. Uh, didn't give us any royalties for that, did they? I mean, no, well, that, that, yeah. I think our it, ideas, isn't there? Me and you are still waiting for our free shirt, I suppose. Isn't it? The girl in the Everton shop, when I told her, she, she didn't look, she looked at me like when I had two heads, but <laughs> she did. Uh, no, it's, it's sound, listen. I'm going to be totally honest. I don't care if they play in all blue as long as... I don't care what they play in. And that's just... I know people go, oh, well, you can't think like that. And it's just... I, I honestly don't. I don't care what the kit looks like if we win something or finish 15th. Yeah. So we like the new kit. Yeah, I do, well, definitely. I'm, I'm waiting for the training stuff with the shorts, with the zips on and the yeah, that's me. And that, that, that's more of me than the yeah. actual kit. Um, you can tell our age here, can't you? Because... Yeah. Without rushing out, getting the new kit with 
McNeil on the back, but uh, <laughs> waiting for the training kit. So uh... yeah, so yeah, so that's enough for the uh, good news, if you can call it good news. So I, I just basically just want to talk about what's happened in the last couple of weeks now okay. when it comes to Bill Kenwright, Farad Mashiri, Everton's board, and stuff like that. Because I know we touched over it, but we never really went into detail, did we, about how we felt basically, how we no. felt about what happened. Now, basically, for me, it felt like we were getting somewhere as a fan base. We were protesting. They seemed to be listening to us. They were scared to come to the matches, wrongfully scared to come to matches, but they were staying away. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And it, it felt like we were winning, but I don't know about you, this last week or so or whenever that was announced. Always a Friday, so get ready for, for tonight for another <laughs> Everton Sutton, yeah. show. But I just feel like that was a kick in the teeth to the fans and it, it felt like we'd sort of won a battle, but we haven't won the war. Do you get what I mean? Mm, um, massively, yeah. Because, you know, you're getting reports of Farad Mashidi spending four days with Bill Kenway pleading with him to stay and stuff. And you're like, read the room, mate. Nobody wants him here. It's just like, it's you just... know, he got Rafa ben- he done the Rafa Benitez thing, which none of us wanted. And now he's done this. It's just this. How did you feel? Basically, how did you feel when all this came up? Because when them three left, Grant Ingalls, Graham Shah, Denise Barrel, Baxadale, <laughs> um, so we thought, you know, Bill's, Bill's going to follow him out the door, but it's just never. And it's just another example of Bill Kenwright saying, I am the overlord. You cannot get rid of me. Do not, just l- have a little rant, mate, if you want to that. Just, uh, I think um, me, me initial thought was just pure anger towards the mall, really. It was, just, it was a mad feeling because I remember, obviously, I got the notification that uh, I think everyone has when it comes up on Twitter said that Everton have tweeted something. It said club statement. And before I got to the sort the, the club statement, I knew uh, just because of what people's reactions on Twitter. But it was just one of one of anger, then one of like, well, it's Everton that in it. Um, Everton Army. Yeah, Everton Army. I just the board thing. Don't me when I seen the he's got a mem- he's now a member of the board. I thought, yeah, you haven't got really haven't got a clue what you're doing, have you? You're an owner of a football club. It's like literally the fella who runs the restaurant, who owns the restaurant, start washing dishes. What sort of like? Yeah, it's like the it's like the pot washer becoming the chef. Yeah, it's like what what sort of respect have you got now? If everyone's just looking at you like he's not a proper owner, him he's just not got a clue. This fella, you know, I just I just think he massively shot himself in the foot. He had the biggest opportunities ever had. You know, I know you're just saying there, he's done the Rafa Benitez thing. And if you if you if you've got to plead with someone for four days to stay at a football club, one, he genuinely wants to go because he's you know, he's saying, Listen, I'm going, these this isn't gonna work anymore. And if you're looking at your fans and they're all saying the same thing, get him out, get Ken Mike out, get Ken Mike out, you've got the opportunity. He wants to leave his hand his resignation. You could turn around and go. All right, Bill. Thanks very much. Uh, I'll see you later. But he didn't. It was like, don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. I want you. I want you. This is my football club. I, I want you to stay. Don't listen to what they think and ignore them. Basically, just ignore them. Like like I did with Rafa Benitez. You know, they'll, they'll forget soon. We'll we'll do whatever we want. Yeah, we won't forget. We won't forget, and it's made it worse for you now. A lot of people were in the, and I was one of them. Was Mishiri can stay, just take a massive backseat, leave the football club alone. You know, put the money into it if you want, but just leave the football club alone. Uh, you know, like the likes of Stan Kroenke and all them, get the right people in and just go on your oldies, leave everyone alone. Um, but now he's got to go for me to do that because that's just a massive fingers finger up to us to say, I'm keeping him. But you know what the worst thing about it was, Jamie? Is that he's used words like we need we need to keep all the bill for this expertise and experience at what failing? Before yeah, you've just come out of a relegation battle, mate. What are you keeping them for? You've just nearly they lost failed. hundreds of millions of pounds. They failed and you're keeping as a club. Yeah. The, it's just they failed as a club, and that's what you want to keep around. Now, like, I just no disrespect to anyone. I always seem like I'm apologising before I speak on this podcast, but you know what I mean. It's just I can't believe how many fans have been sucked in by this. Well, it's only interim. Do you, do you do people believe that? Because you know what, and it might be true, and it might happen, and it might 
come out in a couple of days or a couple of weeks and MSP and now major shareholders and Bill Kenwright's gone and stuff like that. I yeah. don't believe for a second that that's what's going to happen. I don't. I believe that all of this that's happened in the last few weeks, you know, he's appointed Colin Chong, who's already at the on the he's in charge of getting the ground finished, the stadium finished. Sorry, so, um, James Merrinach, he was already there. John Spellman, I think he was already there. He's just he's giving people dual roles, and that reeks to me of we don't know what we're doing here. He's we haven't got a clue. No, and he he's put, you know what the way, the scary thing is as well. He's actually put himself on the board. So now he's got more of a say on what he's he's pissed his money off the wall and made terrible decision after terrible decision and now he's in a position where he's actually on the board. I don't I, I honestly God mate, it's it, it scares me to think about the fact that of how badly this football club is running. I remember Carragher saying on Sky and there's never one through a hissy fit when he said it, but he was right. We are the worst run football club in England in the Premier League, by the way, because you know, you've got the likes of Berry and stuff like that. So in the Premier League, we are the worst run club in the Premier. It's just, it's where we are right now, and it's a sad fact. But it's not going to be an interim thing. It can't be. And Paul, I'll ask you something as well. And I, I seen someone saying, I thought, you know, that's, that's probably a good point. Did was the point? Was there actually any point in getting rid of the other three then? I just think it's a like we a box ticking thing. It's like, well, the fans are upset. The protest on every week. So what we'll do is we'll get rid of the three of the four, but we'll keep the main one that the time to get out. Yeah. And I just think it's a case of, well, it's summertime now. They're all enjoying the summer. They're watching the ashes. They're, they're all going on holiday. The season's over. They, they're not bothered now. They're not bothered now. So we'll just do whatever we want. I just, it just reeks of, I could be wrong. Bill Kenway could be the nicest man in the world. And he could, if he does listen to this, which I doubt he does, he could be thinking, he's haven't got a clue. He don't realise that I'm actually protecting him. Could be a case of that, you know what I mean? But, but I, I said that to you though, didn't I? Where just come out and tell us. I literally just come out and tell us exactly what's going on. Stop hiding behind your media journalist mates. Stop leaking certain things. Stop making letters that you're obviously half cut and putting letters out. Yeah, definitely. Just, just, just come out. Even if you get the fan advisory board, just sit in front of a camera and go, "We're in a mess here," but. We're doing this, this, and this to fix it. He's going to come in and do that. He's going to come in and do that. If he, that doesn't work, I've got someone else to just tell us the blueprints of the of, of the plan that you've got. So at least then we can go. Well, you know what? They've actually got a plan. Some might not agree with it. Some might agree with it. Some might think it's great. Some might think it won't work. But you've got you've give us a plan of where we can go. Right. Well, in June we're going to be we're going to be this. We're going to be that. But doesn't start too well because he said within 48 hours, we'll know. It's all a week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that just shows you that they actually haven't got a plan of a like, oh, we're going to do this in 48 hours. Oh, no, not. It's going to be a week now. It's like, that's, you can't even make an announcement properly. So we're expecting you to be able to run your own, run our football club because it is our football club. And we, you can't even make an announcement on well, that. That that's where I'll cut in there because is it our football club? Because this machinery's basically showing us it's his football club and he will do whatever he wants. Mm, that's true, yeah. I just think it, it means it's in like no, no, I mean, you it, mean it, yeah. it's in our DNA and it's in our heart. I understand all that. And at the end of the day, when everyone leaves, we're still gonna be where here. We can't just transfer to another club. But it's just the thing that struck me and is and again there might be people listening going, Well, it is into I just after that headlock stuff, you honestly believe a word that any of these have got to say. That it's yeah. only interim until we transition to MSP. We could be sat here next year still waiting to transition to MSP. I just think he. I just think I think it's a, just a madness, honestly. Like this MSP thing as well, where people were saying, "Oh, it takes a long time." We've been doing it for a year. We've been literally do getting this time to get this over Southampton in January. They come. So I don't know something's gone wrong or something no one's speaking to someone or someone isn't speaking to for them to be like, oh it's six and seven six to seven weeks start of the season. You know, look at where Sean Dyke will have his set squad. That's when this new investment company will come in. When it's over, when the transfer window yeah. virtually over. The, the day after and we tried to sign Yeah. Messi. Yeah. It, we, but, we didn't. We just missed out on them last minute and all that. Yeah. Like, come on. That's what I mean. You just see just like tits, basically. Yeah. And 
I'm not saying we all fall for it, but I think while there's no football and we're all exhausted as a fan base, there's no relegation battle anymore. It's sort of like, oh, well, we'll, we'll see what, what's happening. And I understand that. I do, because you just want to go about your everyday life and yeah. forget about football and stuff like that. But it's just, I just think they're lying. I think there is no plan. And the reason they've got this new interim board in is because they didn't have a clue what else to do. They thought, we're going to have to appease the fans somehow. So we'll get rid of three of them, but we'll keep Bill Kenwright, which is the one who we want out more than anybody else. We've got to we heal as a fan one, base. Yeah. The only way we heal as a fan base is, listen, as I say, Bill Kenwright might not have done nothing wrong. He might have no say whatsoever. But as you're saying, just tell us then that you've got no say. But the only way we heal as a fan base is if Bill Kenwright is not there anymore. And it, it just, I mean, next season is something to pop in my head. Does he come to games again now? No. No. Not in my, in my eyes, he doesn't know. Because you're still a part of it. Well, that was just a joke, aren't we, in the national press then, when your chairman can't come to a match? He, uh, but we, I think we've got to do that, though. I think no, I agree. To... I, don't, I think he shouldn't come. Yeah. I'm just talking about it from an, if you're an outsider looking in, you're going, well, they've campaigned to get the chairman out, but he's still there, but he still can't go to the game. You're like, it's just, it's just a mess, isn't it? No, it's it's just... just an absolute mess. He, he's got... He's... Thing with me as well, he's literally burned every bridge now. Bill Kenwright, he had so many opportunities to sort of stitch it back together a little bit and go. Where he come out and said like, "I don't want to, the day to the day to day of the club. That's the CEO's job." And all right, then well, why didn't you walk out with the CEO? If you, what do you actually do? If you don't run the day to the day of the football club, what is it that you? What is your role? Because if it's just a shake hands and kiss ass with other chairmen and executives. I'm sure we can find someone else that'll do that. I, I just, honestly, mate, I think Mishiri as well. I, I just can't fathom that conversation between Mishiri and Bill Kenwright on Mishiri's side of it of, I've given you nearly a billion quid and you've threw it down the drain. We've nearly been relegated twice in two seasons. Don't I've sacked about players. 17... I've sacked about... 10 different managers, but please stay. What? Surely you'd be like, surely you'd bring up all them points and go, and there's yeah. your P45, you're next. You wouldn't go, list all them bad points, but then go, and I want you to carry on. Well, especially if you give someone a, a war chest like that. Obviously, there's been other people involved in yeah, we know the money. Yeah. But if you give him a war chest like that, which is what, what, 700 million, to say that's just roughly, yeah. and then you, you're transitioning to this MSP who want to fund Everton, want to put money into Everton. So you're mm. going to give the one who's pissed the money up the wall and put him in charge of that transition period. If I was that MSP, I'd go, listen, you just don't know how to handle money. Get someone in who knows how to handle money. Do you think, Paul, like, listen, I don't, we both don't agree with this, but, you know, he says, I'm the biggest Evertonian. He said, the best salesman for Everton Football Club is Bill Kenwright. I remember him saying that. All right, mate, you probably, he, he could sell snow to an Eskimo. If you stop the room with him, I'm telling you, <laughs> do you think? Do you think? Um, do you think that's what he's been here for? Then schmooze the MSP. I'll come to come to Hope Street Hotel. I'll take you to the Titanic. Come and look at the Bramley Moor, and he's selling Everton Football Club like he did to to Farhad Mishiri. He's selling MS, Everton Football Club to MSP for them to go. Oh yeah, all right, sound. No, I think he's he, he's selling. The way he sold it to Farad Mishiri was, I'll sell you Everton Football Club, but you've got to keep me on. Hmm. So he's probably saying to MSP, well, they all love me here, you know, I'm the uh, the overlord. So yeah. you've got to keep me on if you want to come here. So he's probably, that, it wouldn't be surprised if it's in the contract. Listen, we've, we want to invest in Everton, but Mishiri's gone, well, you've got to have Bill Kenwright as your chairman, or he's got to be involved somehow. Ah, that's just, honestly, God, mate, I can't. I can't. Or, as Bill Kenwright, this is all alleged stuff. This is just me talking as a fan. Does he know too much about Mashiri? Mashiri shitting himself. He can well, come dodgy, out, dealing, he can come dodgy dealings with some fella from Uzbekistan. I won't name him because I'll probably get shot in the head when I walk around the shop in a minute. <laughs> so, is yeah, that no, it's you can. Of course, you know, listen, it can be. This isn't this isn't badminton we're talking about. It's probably one of the most corrupt football, one of the most corrupt sports in the world. You might not think it is, but it is. Um, I think we're up there. I do. So you've got to look at, look at Manchester City, 115 charges, and they're absolutely laughing at every single one of them because they know 
just they'll wave, tangle them up. They'll tangle just them tangle up them for like up, 100 yeah. years or something. Yeah. And Everton are the ones that just go, oh, we're really sorry about that. It won't happen again. Where the FA will throw the book at us. They're too scared of Manchester City, but it's Everton will be the ones that they go, we'll make an example out of these. So no one else does it. I just, I, I don't get any part of Farhad Mishiri wanting to keep any part of the board that he's had. I don't. I honestly don't mean it's like, as I said before, you've walked into, uh, if you're a restaurant owner and it's failing miserably and you can't get people through the door and it's like going, and then you go to people in the street and go, why aren't you coming into the restaurant? They go, well, your food's shit and the service is shit. Going into your restaurant and going to your chef, don't worry, your job's safe. Yeah. Your head sta- your head server, now you're you're all right. But the bus boy and the lad who cleans the plate, get out. It's like, well, hang on a minute. You know, you're you're sacking the wrong people here. I, I yeah. just I just don't get it. That's the only the only way I can put it. But no, it's mate, it's it's perfect. It's just like said that over and over again. You buy a business that's failed, you don't keep the people in place who responsible for the failing. No. I'm not a businessman, by the way, but I think that's common sense, surely. Yes, isn't it? It's just, has he got no? <laughs> has he actually got no common sense? I just don't know. I just I just don't think, I think he just sits there and then he just remembers every now and then that he owns a football club. Oh, yeah. He's just like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll sell, I'll sell Bill, Bill a text. All right, Bill, how's it going? Oh, it's fine, you know, we're great. But, yeah, uh, we're, going fourth. Well, we're fourth. Oh, we fourth, yeah, fourth from bottom, like, but yeah. we're fourth. Honestly, if you texting just... him now, oh, we're eighth. We're by the Europa League places. Yeah, it's yeah, just mad. I don't know. It's, it, it's come to a point where people are joking about it now because that's what I say. Go back to the original. I was started. It. I thought as a fan base we were finally getting listened to. I thought we were winning. And listen, we've done it with grace, and you know, made up shocking stories about us and stuff like that. And we've still done it with grace and done it the right way. And I think we were winning up until last week, and that's just a case of we don't really care what you think. We'll do yeah. whatever we want. That's the way I feel. So you know I've been thinking about well, it. Just popped in my head there when you said, "Does he know anything about Bill uh, Mishiri?" Do you think? No, like you've got Denise Baron Baxendale who the headlock eating all that sort of nonsense happened, didn't it? Why doesn't she come out and just? She's been sacked. So why doesn't she come out? I know they have these non-disclosure like, NDAs, isn't it? No, no, yeah, but like her reputation's on the floor, yeah. When you no, know, if she goes into her next job, they're probably gonna go, Aren't you the bird that said headgate headlock gate and one of the biggest Everton media stories ever? Oh Scandal. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Scandal is just gonna go, she go, Oh yeah, nah, you can do that to a company like that. No, thank you. She needs to come out whether there's a certain time frame on it and just say, Listen, I had no say in that and I got told by the club not to say nothing. I could, you know, you just don't know me. Honestly, it's I don't know. We need just we need someone to come out and write a story. If you're the receptionist, just, you could write some serious story. Oh, I'm telling you, fly on the wall, big time. Yeah. Um, we just need clarity now. It's just, I just feel like, listen, I I love football, I love Everton, I know you're the same, but I haven't I haven't seen anything change since that last kick of the wall of you. Yeah. A, apart from a nice kit, that's it. And you know what, with that fact, that feeling as well. I know people obviously were fuming that he didn't go along with them, but we all thought he'd want his one song standing in front of the camera, you know, standing in the middle of a Goodison Park centre circle, all that sort of nonsense. But what it was a boss, I don't know why, yeah, yeah, with unveiling the Bill Kenwright paddock, mm. which no one had sit in. Um, oh, don't say that, we'd have to rename it. The I know, Kenwright yeah. paddock blues, don't say it that. Not, wouldn't happen that. <laughs> um, but I just that was a boss feeling that on that Friday when they went. It was like we'd all come together, we'd all sort of accomplish something. We were winning, as you said at the beginning, and it felt like we were re- really winning. It was like one more, one more. Everyone was like one more, one more goes, and we've got our football club back. And it's just like dangle the carrot. It literally felt like he dangled the carrot and went, nah, it's going nowhere. Yeah, it could be a case of listen if Bill Kenwright leaves. And new people come in, and they they a million times worse. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in life, you just have to start again, don't you? You got to take oh, the yeah. risk, whether it's going to be good or bad. You just like we've tried this now; it's failed. Like, like relationships and friendships and stuff, and just say, "Well, we're just going to have to move on from it now." 
Yeah. And, he, and you know, it, it could be shite, but it could be good. It could be. It's all about what, what ifs and stuff like that, isn't it? That is football, mate. It's yeah. literally football. You got, you know, name something in football, that's a certainty. There's no effort in the shit, but there's, there's other things that, you know, you go to every game, it's what if. Every transfer is a what if. Everything that happens in football mostly is what if. So when Ken Wright took over from, it was a Peter Johnson, that he, he, everyone was like, oh yeah, Evertonian knows the club, loves the club, this will be sound. Michelle come in, oh, billionaire, this is going to be sound. This thing we just, I know we're cursed. So we don't know. This MSB might come in and turn us into the, in, sound, I can't believe I'm going to say this word, but turn us into the new Brighton or Brentford. Busy heights. Telling you, but you know, structurally, the way they run, not obviously we're a far bigger football club than them, no disrespect, but we are. Um, but they're just getting it right on the pitch and off it. And I just think we need resetting like that. And you don't know, kiss you can only kiss so many frogs before one of them turns into a princess or prince. Do you know what I mean? I think we've kissed a hell of a lot of hell of a lot of frogs before something's got to happen. That have just turned into ugly bastards. Every single one of them. <laughs> every one of them just turns stays a frog, basically. Yeah, don't yeah. Well, see, that leads me on to the next bit. Then, um, where, where, what do the fans do now? Because they sort of put us in like a a mad situation where it's like it's interim. So you're thinking, well, we don't want to mess this up. We don't want to cause a, too much of a fuss. So this MSP, I look at it and go, I'm not having not to do with these. Yeah. But I think, I think. We're just getting had off by them, personally. I do. That's what I do. So where do the fans go from here? If, if okay, we play Fulham on first day of the twelfth of August, is it something yeah. like that? Yeah. And nothing's changed, and there's no new investment, and we we can't buy anyone. What what do we do as a fan base? Do we show up and march on the oak again? And what do we do? <laughs> it's hard on Apple, but I don't think one. I don't think there's anything we can do because we've done everything. Apart from literally not go the game, and I'm sorry, but I don't think I could boycott Goodison. I could if I knew it was going to work, but I don't think it would. Um, I don't think he'll listen to us, mate. Short, short of, and I don't condone this in any way, but this is probably the example: walking through his living room and saying to him, "You need to get out because we now know where you live." It's the only way, yeah. really. Do you know what it is? We've done the marches, we've been to Laverbirds, we've been to the headquarters, we've done a Goodison, you know, our, our shiny new stadium, Brandon Mimo. We've done it all, and none of it's worked. And people I go, well, the other three have gone. Yeah, but the other three were just... I think it's worked in a sense where we've come together as a family. Yeah, it's come together. And they listen, don't get me wrong, listen, they're not completely blanking us. Do you know we're there? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And we, they know we're not going to go away either. And I think that's one thing we've got to remember, that we can't just go away because then they've won. And we've just got to keep going and keep going till, to a point where if that MSP do come in, they might just turn out to Ken Wright and go, listen, these hate you, these proper hate you, you've got to go because we can't be associated with you. No, you're just, it's just a, it's just a stain. It's just in your back of your mind all the time, Bill Kenwright, Bill Kenwright. It's it's not fair. It's not fair on him. It's not fair on us. It's not fair on the club. It's just move. We need to move on, and it needs to move on really, really quickly. But I've got another question for yeah. you because I've seen this coming up in the last couple of days. This fan advisory board. Now, what do you think when you think fan advisory board? Uh, fans. The the link between the fans and the the board is what it but should it, it, is what it, it, it should be. The, the club are controlling that. Uh yeah, no. Uh, because yeah, go on. I'll let you go first because I've got a, like I've got thoughts on it. Like controlling. Do you think in it's a way box of ticking, do you think it's a box ticking exercise and you won't really listen to the fans no matter what? Yeah, and I think they're also very much like we're gonna give. We can go to them with questions. So that fan advisor will goes with them to the with the with the questions twenty questions. And it goes through a hell of a lot before it gets and not answering that one, not answering that one, not answering that one. We'll answer that one, but it's a template, generic. We're trying our best. Which everyone does. There's no real connection between the fans and the board. I know that's what they're there for, but I just don't think it's not not against them, but I just don't think they're getting to do the job that they were set out to do. 
Yeah. It's very much like we're gonna we're gonna tell you when you can beat us. We're gonna show up if we want to. We're gonna answer the questions that we want to. Um and that's it. I just that's that that's the way I think of them now. Like Yeah, I've just I think the people who are on it, um hats off to them. Honestly, I really do. I think they take a lot of stick. It's just it's uncalled for. They're, yeah, not, they're just fans, that. and somebody's got to do it. And they're they're all just normal fans who they're not in Bill Kenwright's pocket. They're not in Farah Mashidi's pocket. They're trying the best, but they're just getting fobbed off. Now, I think anyone who wants to go on it, as I say, hats off to you. I think you just you put yourself in the firing line. I just my advice would be not to do it because yeah. you're just getting unnecessary shit. It's like there's nobody else to blame, so we'll blame you. That's that that's kind of where I'm at, where it's just, uh, I don't know, I just don't know. Apparently every club in the Premier League has got to have one, or they will have to have one. It's just, uh, I don't know what it does, me personally, like because I just think they're not listening. They will listen about certain things, like you've just said, like, we want better beer in, yeah. the, in, in the in the match. And, oh, yeah, we'll sort that for you. But we want mm. Bill Kenwright. Oh, we won't, no, no, we can't do that. We'll we can't, yeah. you, can't, you can't say that around here. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. that's what we need to speak about. You know, what... Well, the whole can't even, is, get his, can't even get his better beer, by the way. But I've just used that as an example. No, but that's what they're there for. That literally don't have them then. If you if if the board can't answer the questions of the fans, don't have the fan advisory board because what's the point? You're not going to answer them, so don't have them ask. Don't if you're not going to answer them, what's the point in getting them sort of asked them uh, questioned? You know, yeah. I, I couldn't get me couldn't think of the word then, but. I don't know. Right, I just... like you're a scouser. Everyone will forgive us for scousers, aren't we? I know, yeah. yeah. We're at 100 miles an hour. We can't help it. <laughs> but I just, I just think the, I feel sorry for them. I do because they're just getting pulled from pillar to post. They're trying to keep, they're trying to keep involved with the board so they can get the answers for us fans, and they're trying to get the answers for us Damn fans. Tough, innit? Yeah, but the board aren't giving them, so they're going to the board, going, "Can we have answers?" And they go, "No." So instead, they're going, oh, "Fuck off, then." So, you know, like, yeah. if you're not going to give us the answers, we don't want to do it anymore. Because if they were to come out tomorrow and go, listen, we're going to scrap it, we're going to scrap the fan advisory, but we don't want to do it, they'd be murder. They would be yeah. murder. They'd be absolutely murder going, well, are we meant to speak to them now? You were meant to be the link. And it's like, well, hang on a minute. You know, we were the link, but we were getting bladdered because we they weren't answering the questions they want you wanted answered. So, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully they can... Uh, and what was the general meeting? The last general meeting got cancelled, didn't it? They're, they're looking for new members, aren't they? You can actually, I think it's you've got until midnight tonight to. I think you've got three names. You you can read the profiles on there and what they'll add to the fan advisory board, and you you make up your own mind, and then they're just normal fans. I think there's eight. You pick three out, of, and there's three roles. Got yeah. eight people going for three roles. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So if anyone wants to go on there, if if that's something that you're interested in, and some good candidates on there. Well, they're all good candidates. They're just blues. They just want the best for Everton. And I'd say this social media. I know social media is great, but it's horrible. It's, it's a dark place at times. Stop having a go with these people for getting up off their ass and actually doing something. You know, we can talk about wanting to change Everton, but these people actually do it, exactly. try and do it. You know what I mean? So just leave them alone. But yeah, that's uh, basically everything covered on. We just don't know where we are, do we, with the sport? But I'll just no. finish up on actual football. Oh. Believe it or not, Everton play games of football and that's what makes us happy. Uh, how are you feeling going into... Uh, right now, how are you feeling about going into the new season? Are you just... Do you think we'll be better under dice no matter what? Is you, can you... Or are you just like... You, are you worried, basically? Uh, I don't think we'll be better under dice. I think... It's an adult because I think we'll be a lot more stable. But it's still like don't forget dice coming in January. Um or like the end of January. So you had a lot of time to sort of sit to see if get us away from where we were at the end of the season. He just didn't have the players. So if them players again start next season, it's like, well, he's still got the same tools to work with. You're not giving the man the, the tools that he works, but we're not going to see what he can Less, do. Because you've got well, yeah, Mina, Mina's gone. Cody. Tom Davis. He's Tom gone. Tom Davis, yeah. The, the legend, the man, the myth, the legend, that is Ruben Banagher, <laughs> is gone. Yeah. He was bossing. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know, mate, honestly. I, I, I'm just, I'd be worried. 
I am honestly, I would be worried if the season was, as I said, start next week and we played Fulham at home. I'd be worried because I'm just like, there's nothing to lift the football club. No, I think every no. person would walk into that ground and go, here we go again. Do you know what I can just walk in? Not like, can't wait to see him play. Can't wait to see him play. Wonder what he's going to do. You know, wonder if Dice is going to set up this way. He's gone now so we can breathe. It's just, there's nothing. Can we just be like, oh. But, but I don't know. What do you think? Do you think? Yeah, uh, I I just look at like the transfer. Matt, you see, Declan Rice going to Arsenal, Mason Mount going to Man United, and you know people will argue and say you know they're not worth that much money. But I'd love for us to be able to be to be involved in them conversations for players and stuff. But we just, I don't even think we've got five million to spend. Never mind fifty-five million. That's just the impression the club are giving out. Yeah. And if it's the impression that they're giving out to their own fans is that we've got nothing to play around with, no money, then the rest of the Premier League will know, won't they? These are paupers, these, they've got nothing. Do you, do, do you know what it felt like, Paul? I think I texted you actually and said, I think I watched it in Sky Sports News, it was like a bidding war for Manchester, for Declan Rice, and then you go on and um, make some amount, 60 million, as you say, to the... Madison, Tottenham. Madison, Tottenham. Yeah, I think it was the Madison, Tottenham one, and I'm looking, and... I felt a bit sad because I do remember the Jordan Pickford summer where we'd signed Pickford and the Richarlison and um you know all Dean. these Dean and Yeri Mina, Andre Gomez. I remember these summers where we were like, Oh my god, look at these players coming through the door. Yeah. And it's a bit like a millionaire losing all his money and sticking his head in Harrods. Do you know what I mean? Just looking around going, Oh, I remember when this was me. Yeah. Yeah. I've just threw all my money down the drain and Look at all these people sensibly doing it properly. Yeah, I felt like watching them. I was just like, oh, I, I do miss that summer of Hammers and Allen and Decore and all that. And look what yeah. they've done. Look, look where we are now. Rush I back. just think as a fan base, the thing that just it breaks my heart really that when we're looking for a player, like I'll mention a player or I'll have a conversation with someone on Twitter, and yeah, but we won't be able to sell him on for much when he leaves. Is that where is that where we're at as fans? Is that as being worried about the transfer fee or how much you're paying at wages and will you be able to sell them on? Will you be able to double your money? Is that took over the actual joy of watching your team playing football? Is that is that what it's all about now? Seems it, mate, to be honest, because I think everyone's just obsessed with that, aren't they? The data, the... The, the day-to-day runnings of the financial stuff, it's just... I just... It seems to have just, like, overtaken the joy of the sport for me. Yeah, and listen, it... People need to remember as well, you, you don't have to sign a 21-year-old kid to make profit. Because really, if Deli Ali go, if Deli Ali, if Demari Gray goes for anything more than 1.5 million, we've made a profit. And he's like 28, yeah. something like that, 27. So it doesn't have to be a 21-year-old, 19-year-old to make a profit for a million quid. Because you can sign these players and still make profits. Um, But uh, the moment... The, I think the the moment we're in now, where basically whatever we make, we can we can we can buy with. Then yeah, you you're desperate for players to come in. Not come in now, but you're desperate for like twenty million for the Mary Gray. Can we make any money on Anara? You know, get some money for Michael Keane. Get some money for Holgate. These type of players, yeah. But don't worry about future players. That's what I mean. Because like I'll use like I'll use this example like Jack Harrison. For me, fits the mould at the moment for, as an Everton player. But I've seen people saying, "Well, what do we want him for? We wouldn't, we wouldn't get much our money back when we eventually sell him. He's not yeah. even here yet. Yeah, think about the, how much you'd enjoy watching him if he does well and the goals he'll score and the assists he'll get. Is that not more important? Well, it is, and it is, and it's without thinking it's about like a, selling him. Like I think there as well saying that you know, kicking me feet and throwing yeah. me dummy out the pram because it just I'm sick of. Us all being amateur accountants, and I get it. By the way, I understand why because the clubs put us in a position where we bought in the likes of class and and stuff like that, and it's just been money that we haven't spent. Well, I understand all that, but I honestly think as a fan base, we've we've had the joy sucked out of us because of these how, how badly we've been run. It's just so we're, all worried, we're all worried about our bank balance now and going bust and everything else. Yeah, which is all, which is the way. Yeah, literally, we've been dragged into me, but. 
I'm not. I'm going to be honest, Paul. I'm not. I'm just going to enjoy watching whoever we sign. I'm just going to be like, come on, lad. And they're going to get me full back. And don't care yeah. if you're going to sell the effort. If we don't care if we're going to lose money on you, I don't care if we're going to. People might go, well, you've got to care if we lose money. No, because if we sign a player for 15 million, they do it anyway, mate. And it's and he hasn't worked out, then that's not on me. That's on oh. Kevin Thalwell. That's on Sean Dice. That's on someone. That's on the football club themselves. I'm not losing 15 million of my money. Do you know, so I know that's an old cliche, but it is. It's true. So it's like I've seen like, Evertonians this week me kicking off over Declan Rice going for 105 million, 105 million. Why? So what? So what, like? It's madness, isn't it? That's what West Ham want for their player, who's their yeah. best player. And, and that's what Arsenal are willing to pay for him. It's imaginary money to us. It's not real. That, and, listen, they got, I, and they got. Yeah, I understand got people are really, really heavily invested in the financial side of football. I understand that. But we're not. <laughs> I'll say that we're not. We're if you not. want us to get try and get someone on who... Knows about football finances. Me and Jamie would be sitting here as like uh, Harry and Lloyd, dumb and dumb, like, um, what's going on here? We wouldn't have a clue what's going on. So I'm sorry, not them type of fans, like, we're not. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, we just wouldn't have a clue what's going on. No. But hats off no. to anyone who has got a clue what's going on. And if you do want to come on and tell us and yeah, say yeah. to us, no, listen, this is why we need to do it, and this is why we're interested in this. We've and literally try and convince us and say, you know what, you've got to be interested because otherwise this, that, and the other. Come on, tell us, educate yeah. us because we're both really. I understand to be that you have it. to be, you have to be worried about it, but I don't think it's worth it. No. Which I worry, uh, about, know, I worry about yeah. it when they kick that ball against Fulham. That's when I'll start worrying again. Yeah. Well, we're coming to the end now, but I just wanted to um, say if anybody wants to come on. Drop us a DM. I know we said before, well, if you do, if you fancy coming on, if you think you're hard enough, now nah, I'm only messing. If you mm-hmm. if you want to come on and have a little chat with us, you know, we're, we're more than welcome to chat to anyone. So drop us a DM. We're on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok as well, if you want to go on there and have a little, little look on there. So you know, honestly, if anyone wants to come on, we're, we're open to anyone. Man. You don't have to be nervous. I mean, listen to the way I talk. I'm, I'm all over the place, so don't worry I've about it. I've stuttered about it a thousand times, so don't even worry about it. Yeah, but uh, Jamie, nice one for joining us and hopefully we'll be back with some more news and more positive yeah. news and not doom and gloom. But yeah, thanks, mate. And uh, up the toffees. Up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network.